pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's June. It's the 9th of June. It's 2017. It's Friday. We have 14 baseball games here on today's slate. That Wrigley Field 220 Friday game always makes it where we have 14 games when they're at home. But as always on Friday, my co-host, The Siege. How you doing, bud? I hate the Cubs. (laughs) I knew better, too, but... I got, I, you know, shout out to friend of the podcast, Eric Crane. He was talking, he's like, oh, look at the Cubs versus Sinkers. And I did, and the numbers were just absolutely outstanding. They were the last ad, and they should not have been the last ad. <laughs> I played Chatwood today, so I'm glad they didn't do well. Um, I was on Chatwood, too, and I looked at those numbers, and I got so scared. Although I did pivot to Panetta, so I guess it wasn't the end of the world. Three of my four did well. Um, you know, I had McCullers. I talked about Joseph Ross. I wrote him up. Um, I talked about Garrett Cole. He got smashed. Um, oh, Garrett Cole. Oh, God. I was just hoping it was the bounce back spot. You know, he had four terrible matchups in a row, and then he got smashed today. So I'm officially done with Garrett Cole. And this was a bad matchup, too, though, wasn't it? There was only, I think, two lefties in the lineup, and that's what he'd been struggling Three. with. Three. Four oh. at least, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah. And then Tyler Chatwood. So it was – it was a good day for uh, the old Stevie Meister. And um, so, you know, I spent my day at the outlet mall shopping and at the arcade with my daughter and girlfriend. And um, when you get when we get done with this, I know you have me on Facebook. You have to go see the reaction to Katie winning this game um, tonight. It was the most – it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um <laughs> Oh, you got me excited. I'll look after the show. Yeah, like it was like a Kung Fu Panda game, and you like you had to go through stages. And the third stage, if you got it, you got 500 tickets, and you needed 30 in 20 seconds. And she got 29 three times in a row. So when she finally got 30, like she <laughs> jumping up and down with my daughter, it was, it was it was fun. So we walk in the arcade, right? And I want to tell the story really quick, and we'll get started. I walk in the arcade. And they have this game, the hammer game, where it's like you smash the thing and you have to get it all the way to the top and you have to get it perfect to get jackpot. If you go over or two less, you know, you get like five tickets. My daughter goes in, hits the thing, gets jackpot, wins 1,200 tickets to start the night. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? That's how my night started. So it was um, it was a lot of fun. It was a good – She should have just dropped the hammer and just been like, we're done. Yeah, we're done. So she actually ended up getting enough tickets to get Operation Minions, like the Operation game. You remember the Operation game when you were Oh, younger? my God. It's Minions. God, like... So tilting. <laughs> I think that was the, my first introduction to tilt was Operation for sure. Yeah, so so good day. Um, it's gonna be a, a great night because you know I'm gonna beat you in play draft again. We'll do that draft here. Hey, you know what? I, I'm feeling good. I'm coming off of a non-official win. 
<laughs> I've got confidence. I'm feeling good. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head over there and check them out. It's playdraft.com. If you use promo code GRINDERS, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. It's playdraft.com backslash GRINDERS. Um, you know, so we'll get started here. we got a 14-game slate. Miami at Pittsburgh. Vance Worley against Tyler Glasnow. Um, nine and a half total here. Glasnow, a small favorite. I think that tells us everything we need to know about these two pitchers. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I talked about Miami being a late ad for me. Boy, isn't Miami just in the exact same spot they were in yesterday? Sure. Garrett Cole sucks. <laughs> so does Tyler Glasnow, and he can't hold anyone, anyone on. They have D. Gordon, Stanton, Yelich, Real Muto, Dietrich that can all run. Are we really classifying Stanton as a guy that can run? I mean, still, I mean, he, he runs sometimes, doesn't he? I guess I probably shouldn't have said that without looking. Well, I like standing in the spot because we look at Glass now, and not only has he struggled against lefties, which his numbers against lefties are terrible. Uh, 419 Woba, 30% hard contact, 1.67 home run per nine. Um, the XFIP is 5.08, but we look at the righties' numbers. XFIP 467, Woba 355, hard contact is a little higher than lefties. Like, this is a really sneaky spot for Stanton Ozuna, and you mentioned Yelich and D. Gordon. You can get you a nice little one through five stack here with the Marlins. Yeah, the only can't thing is, and by the way, Stanton has zero steals, so but forget I ever said that. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I just assumed, like, when he moved them up to second, they started running, but I guess not. Um, no, he just realized that he could hit again. Yeah, yeah right? That, that really was just like, set up, you know, he just went off. But mental lineup spots are not a thing. Um, <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry, I interrupted you like three times now when you were trying to talk about No, it's fine, I totally forgot what I was going to say I don't know, good. What, what um, were you saying? I was saying the one through five is sneaky here Oh, Ozuna like got weirdly swapped out of the game So keep an eye on that I'm not sure if it was injury related There was this weird like three-way Like like defensive rotation where like A guy pinch hit and they moved someone to second, and then, like, they put the pitcher in a D. Gordon spot. I don't know what it was, but it could be nothing. It could have just been a random defensive rotation, but make sure that they're all in the lineup. Well, yeah, it's the early game, so we should definitely get this lineup probably 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Pittsburgh side here, you know, Vance Worley is not very good either. Um, 351 Woba against lefties, 34% hard contact dating back to last year. A little bit better against righties, 311 Woba, but still a 34% hard contact against righties. Anything standing out to you here on the Pittsburgh side? On a 14-game slate, I just don't see anything other than like a Josh Bell or a Polanco, but I think I'd be more likely to play that like in an arcade mode than I would be like in a – full slate type deal. Well, you look up and down this lineup, like this season against right-handed pitching, you know, the projected starters, one through seven, nobody has an ISO over 200. So, like, you know, you're not getting a lot of power. It's already PNC, which is going to limit power already. So, like, yeah, they're in a good spot. Vance Worley's not good. But, you know, this can be a spot where they score three, four, five runs and, you know, hit doubles. Like, it's just not going to be a thing that's going to win you a tournament on a 14-game slate. I think you're going to find out there's a lot of good spots on this 14-game slate as we go through it. Oh, yeah. Texas at Washington. Andrew Kashner against Tanner Rorick. Uh, nine total here. Rorick, massive favorite at 170. And I think that just has a lot to do with Andrew Kashner stinks. You mean Houdini? Yeah, that guy sucks. I don't care. what Everybody, everybody can have one good start every once in a while. 
I mean, it wasn't one good start. Like the guy had freaking like put up like all these decent starts in a row. Yeah. Um, and then he's given up five earned runs in two of his last three games when he's faced Boston and Houston. Like, yeah, yeah, he pitched good against Philly, Oakland, at Seattle. Like, yeah, come on. I'm not defending Andrew Kashner like he's in play. Don't get me wrong. I've just tilted Andrew Kashner one too many times this season to not at least mention that he's acted like Houdini this season before I recommend Goodwin, Harper, Turner, Murphy, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, uh, we're definitely going to get there. What's your thoughts here on Tanner Rourke? No interest. It's not a lot of upside, right? Like, you know, we're not playing cash games. We don't look at guys like this. Like, Rangers are a middle-of-the-road offense. He's going to be in line for the win. Uh, he should be pitching with a lead. Like, he's okay. He's not going to get you 25 plus. Five le- I, 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 I'm, 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 I definitely hate him more than you do. Like, five lefties, no chance. There's just no chance. Like, sorry. Like, Chu, Mazar, Adore, Gallo, Hoying are going to be in the lineup. The, the answer is no. Hey, it's only a two ninety three Woba against lefty. It's not like he's terrible. He's just he just doesn't have big strikeouts. I just I, I think you definitely like Tanner Rourke more than me. I, I like the, the splits in his career have been more pronounced than that. Um, if I go pull, let me pull it up real quick, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was like a three thirty guy last year to lefties. I'm looking at you know dating back to last year, one hundred thirty two innings, two ninety three oh. Woba. Oh, I'll look at this year, three thirty Woba, uh, two three twenty seven Woba allowed the lefties. There you go. So he's actually better against lefties last year. Struggling yeah, he's given up. Uh, well, he's kind of gotten very unlucky with the home run ball this season. But uh, he has an X. He's a five point oh five X up against lefties this season, with a seventeen percent carry. That's not very good. I didn't want it to come across that I like him. Uh, I was just saying, like, I don't think I'm going to stack against him. No, I. I mean, I. I think you could do worse things on this slate. I don't hate Mazzara or Adore or Gallo one offs. Yeah, sure. Gallo one-off, always in play for me. Um, Odor's been kind of heating up. Like, he's starting to hit the ball again, at least. I know he was in a stretch there when he was just terrible. Um, his price got down under, like, 3K on DraftKings. Um, don't know what it is right now, but it, it was – it's 2,900 still. Like, you know, he does have doubles in two of the last three games. He has hits in four of the last five. Like, you know, he's starting to come alive here a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, Washington side, Daniel Murphy, massive BVP against Andrew Kashner. He smashes him. I looked into the pitch type and the pitch data. He has really good numbers against this pitch type, so I expect Daniel Murphy to absolutely crush in this matchup. Um, like you mentioned, Harper, Murphy, Zimmerman, Goodwin. Like, yes, 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 Don't yes. forget Trey Turner. I think we're going to get the Trey Turner hot streak. He looked really good tonight, and he gets another decent matchup against Kashner. He's a guy who actually has uh, hit righties way better than lefties in terms of power. So I've been actually targeting Turner against uh, some righties because I think people overlook him there and play him overplay him against lefties. Fair enough. Um, want Goodwin to be in that two spot. Love to get some value with Goodwin here. Um, this is a great matchup to kind of target him in to get that value. Uh, still only 3K over there on DraftKings, which, you know, him and one of these value pitchers and, you know, Kluber, which I'm sure we're both going to agree on Kluber. So, yeah. You really think you need good win today outside of a stack? Like I just I don't see the power upside for me. I don't play guys like this as a one-off normally. The problem is the game that I love is you know Coors East and those guys are all priced up. So I'm gonna need some value somewhere. Are they priced up? 
Yeah, they they're all over like forty five hundred. So they're good. Good. Oh that's yeah, that's what no, I hear. That's what I wanted. To, I, I loved it. You know, so they over five k as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, Oakland at Tampa. Andrew Triggs against Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb has been really, really bad this season. Um, career high and you know hard contact. You know career low in swinging strike rates. Um, career low in soft contact. Like only a thirteen percent soft contact from this guy this season. Like everything off the bat has been medium or hard contact, and that's just not what you want to see when you're looking at a pitcher. I mean, I think you've explained all that. Well, <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts here on Triggs? Like. Uh, is he a guy we could use here? Look at like, you know, he doesn't give up a lot of hard contact, big ballpark or not big ballpark, but friendly pitchers ballpark, um, you know, a swinging strike rate over 10%. But I don't know. What are we doing here with Andrew Triggs? I think he's hit a wall. He's given up six runs in three straight. Now uh, one of those starts was only one of them was earned, but I, I mean, he's been giving up the home run ball four, five home runs in his last four starts. The K's are down. Over that period, I have no interest in Triggs. I don't think we need to go there. Um, you know, there's, there's a pitcher that's probably, in my opinion, two and a half to K too cheap on the board. So I uh, I have no issue uh, whatsoever just not playing Triggs here. You look at the matchups, though. Washington, New York, Boston. You say hit a wall. Those are three really tough matchups. Like, yeah, the Boston game was in Oakland. You know, in New York and then Washington this season has just been a, a pitcher killer. Like, those are some tough matchups. We've seen some upside from this guy. He's had Isn't over- Tampa a tough matchup with all those lefties? They're so boomer bust, right? Like, they can strike out with the best of them. Like, you know, outside of Corey Dickerson, Corey Dickerson's like a top five hitter this year. Um, you know, anybody that wants to come at me on Twitter, I'll back up my Corey Dickerson tape. But the guy's been just fantastic. I. Uh- I don't. Why are you playing Triggs over Bagnani? Why are you playing Triggs over, you know, like even your guy who I don't like? Who I'll let you save it for another day. But I just, God, I just saw the Amir. Like, if I'm gonna do that, I'm playing Amir Garrett at four point three k. I guess that's fair. Amir Garrett is like kind of free on DraftKings today. I, like, just... I know he's been awful, but like at least I know that guy has a ceiling, right? And like he can win me the slate. Well, Triggs has a ceiling. He has a 35-point game this season. Like, Yeah, but he's also, like, what is that, 33% more. Yeah, that, that's true. I was just looking at, looking at, like, under 6K pitchers that kind of fit bats in today. There's so many spots. I don't know. Um, any Oakland bats that you want here against Cobb? Crush with a K. Let's see that. What's his price? Uh, they probably priced him up. Man, he was, he was like 3800 for like a month. It's fun He's times. 44 now. Not like it's a bad price or anything. Isn't this like interest. an excellent spot for Alonzo? Yeah. Nobody's going to play him. Cobb's been giving up a ton of hard contact. He's struggling. He's giving up home runs to lefties. The problem, is, the problem is he's going to be like my fourth first baseman before I even look at anybody. Like he's automatically going to be fourth, and I like before I even look, you know, he's going to be behind uh, Goldie, the two Mets guys, you know, even Lomo. So maybe he's like five before I even or six behind Miguel Cabrera. Like that's my problem. Like he's just is not going to make it to play for me. Exactly the point. 
I get it. I understand. Yeah. I kind of think I'd rather play Matt Carpenter if he keeps leading off. Mm-hmm. Who would get to? Um, like, <laughs> Tampa side here, we're, we're looking at Triggs, and um, the numbers are pretty solid. Um, Dickerson and um, Lomo, and you're done, right? White Sox at Cleveland, Miguel Gonzalez, Corey Kluber. And, yes, I agree. That is why I moved on. Corey Kluber, 245 favorite. Um, the Chicago White Sox implied team total is under three, and this game's eight. Um, eight total. Um, no interest here in Miguel Gonzalez, but um, Corey Kluber, top pitcher on the slate, and I don't think it's close. I kind of hope that there's if this game goes kind of or- yellow-orange and maybe steals 5% of the ownership away because I just don't care. Yeah, but if you look at the radar, and we're not weather people, we're going to wait for Kevin Roth. There's a lot of rain projected for like the first hour of this game, so we could just see a delayed start, which doesn't affect Corey Kluber. And like, hopefully, like you're saying, that scares people off because it's a seven o'clock game and they don't want to risk it. Like, I, 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 I probably going to go all in on Corey Kluber here. There's just no reason not to, unless you're super risk averse. Okay. I mean, I have no objection. Like, I think this game is really simple. I think it's Corey Kluber. And then you you responsibly fade the Cleveland bats and pray that it just doesn't blow up in your face. Yeah, um, I have no issues with that whatsoever. Like, I just Kluber is in an excellent spot. We don't have to get into it. You know, nine strikeouts or more in three of his last four starts. He's just been fantastic. Um, that early season woe is gone, and this is Corey Kluber of Corey Kluber's life. Um, yeah, with the Indians. Like, we're not getting a discount on any of these guys. Like, that's the problem. Like, you're paying premiums for all these guys. I don't see one guy in Cleveland that's underpriced. Um, and on a on a 14-game slate, I just – I don't – I'm not paying the prices for these guys. Yeah. Even, like, your boy Bradley Zimmer's 3800 Like, just, I don't know. They're all just priced up. I, I just – if I'm paying a play a priced-up offense, it's just not this one. Like, I'm going to play the next two offenses instead. Detroit at Boston. Jordan Zimmerman, Brian Johnson. Do you want to know how bad Jordan Zimmerman is? Go to DraftKings and look at his price. Um, 4K? The DK algorithm says he sucks. Um, the stats say he sucks. Jordan Zimmerman is 4,200 today. That's 200 too much. Um, you know, Vance Forley is 4,000. Andrew Kashner is 4,500. I mean, you know, Jordan Zimmerman's coming off of that uh, that quality start, Steve. You better watch out. Yeah, don't care. Um, <laughs> for, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, you play ball. This is. I think we, have, we haven't had a Boston chalk day in a while. They always disappoint in chalk spots, but you you always have to just eat it. Um, you know, you look at Zimmerman this season. He has a five point two five Sierra. 39.3% hard contact rate, 14% strikeout rate, and he has a 44% fly ball rate in Fenway with Wind no swinging strikes. Just saying. Wind blowing out the center. Um, yeah, do not. Mookie, Batatene, Xander, Moreland, Jackie Bradley, Handley. Mookie Betts is 4,300. He is criminally underpriced for this matchup um, over on DraftKings. <laughs> Like if you had to ask me my top rookie, if you had to ask me like my top hitters today, I think he'd be top three, and he's priced as the let's see, tenth, fifteenth, twentieth. 
Oh my god. Yeah, it's like 20, 25th overall outfielder today. Um, oh my god. So yeah, like cash tournaments, just eat it and play him. Um, there's no other explanation there for me. I mean, he's so far down. Maybe people overlook him. I hope so, and I think he had good BVP too. I think he's crushed him. Yeah, and it's small, but yeah, he's he's batting a thousand off his Zimmerman and three at bats, solid. But that's a thousand. You can't get any better than that, right? Yeah, but um, love Mookie here. Criminally underpriced on DraftKings, which means on fantasy. Oh, and he's draft. got two steals for what it's worth. And the Red Sox like didn't use the steal. And he's got twelve steal, two steals, which is impressive considering he has a home run in one of his two at bats. Play Mookie bets. I think we made that clear. Um, the Detroit side. Um, you know, we got a young pitcher here in Brian Johnson uh, making the start here. Dominated, right? You know, it's a complete game shutout, wasn't it? I was at a racetrack, but yeah. Oh, was this the – yeah, he complete game shutout. Yeah, in his last start, he had a complete game shutout against uh, Seattle. Uh, Seattle's uh, not Detroit. <laughs> Um, so the, the key the key is that he um, has come off a hamstring injury that he has suffered in the minors. So that's a little bit of a interesting hashtag there because it's not going to be like something people are aware of. He doesn't even have a label on DraftKings. I actually kind of liked him until I saw that. Here, let me let me help your um your your dislike here. The Tigers lead the major leagues in ISO and hard contact against left-handed pitching. 44% hard contact against lefties in Fenway with the wind blowing out with a 10 total. This total feels low, doesn't it? I actually think this total is going to climb tomorrow. I don't want it to because I just want to stack this game up. Like, you know, J.D., Miguel, you know, Kinsler's back, like Justin Upton. I think James McCann's going to be back for this game. Like, James McCann against the lefty, baby. Um I'm pretty sure he got activated or going to get activated tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, so James McCann played a triple A game on Wednesday and is going to be activated for the Friday game against Boston. Welcome back. James McCann, James McCann, 3,100. Um, oh God. Yeah. Let's get some value. So, um, yeah, I love this game. I'm with you. Love this game. Um, I stack at both sides. Um, all the righties, which there's not any lefties on Detroit. You know, they're a very right-handed heavy team. Moving on, New York at Atlanta. Matt Harvey against Julio Tehran, nine and a half total. You want to talk about a total that seems low. This total seems really low. Um, nine and a half, though, is better than the seven and a half, eight, eight totals that we were getting in the beginning of the season. I mean, stack the Mets and stack the Braves. I think we're done, right? Like, I, I mean, this game is just one of my favorites on the board. I, you know, I love the Mets here. Like, Walker, Bruce, uh, Duda, Conforto, Cabrera, Tehran is awful against left-handed bats. Hello, meet the Mets. Meet the ball. Meet SunTrust when it's 80 degrees and 50% humidity with the wind blowing out. Nice to meet you. All right, so I, I, I actually have some interesting Julio Tehran stats this season. You want to hear them? Are they going to tell me to play the Mets? Yes. Then fire away. His ex-Wobo with his fastball, 373. His ex-Wobo with his cutter, 422. His ex-Wobo with his slider, 360. His ex-Wobo with his curveball, 404. His ex-Wobo <laughs> ex with his changeup, 358. 
How is he not on the DL? Against left-handed left-handed hitters, like his oh, numbers, God. his numbers are solid against righties, um, X woba wise. But well, that's good because the Mets have six lefties <laughs> and two righties. Just um, I, 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 I'll be honest, I love the Red Sox game, but to to make myself different on this slate, I'm just gonna have so many Mets stacks um, on the road, guaranteed that ninth inning. Like I, I'm just stacking the Mets. I'm just stacking the Mets. That's what I'm doing on the slate. I, I don't think I'm going to have to choose between the two. I'm just going to play them together. They, yeah, they correlate go. super well. Like the Mets take up second base and shortstop, or the Red Sox weakest. Oh, second base and short. Or I'm sorry, the Tigers weakest second base and shortstop. Like no problem. I'm going to be able to mix and match. No problemo. I agree. Um, so yeah, like I'm glad you're on the same page. Love the Mets here. And then on the other side, Matt Harvey. This is a terrible matchup for him. Um, um, sorry, I had his stats. Oh, 363 Woba, 34% hard contact. Um, fly ball pitcher in this ballpark against left-handed hitters. We look at the lineup in Ciarte, Marquecas, Adams, Ruiz can, should be in there again. Uh, Garcia went on the DL, so Ruiz, we're going to get him. We're going to get him low on every slate um, because nobody's going to play a guy hitting seventh, and um, guy has some pop. Yeah. And it's this ballpark. Moving on. Baltimore, New York. Uh, Dylan Bundy against Jordan Montgomery. Nine total. Montgomery, a 120 favorite here. Um, I'm guessing you have zero interest in Dylan Bundy. Uh, yeah. I've seen minus 140, by the way. I'm not sure what you're seeing minus 120. Uh, our, I haven't updated in like an hour, so it could have just been different. Yeah, it's minus 140. Um, the only issue that I have with this game, because I know you're going to talk about Jordan Montgomery, and the only issue that I'm going to throw out there before you talk about him, I like him as well. The wind is blowing out at 11 to 14 miles an hour to right center field, and it's supposed to be pretty hot here in Yankee Stadium tomorrow. That's my issue. Tell us why we should play Jordan Montgomery. Because he's awesome. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, look, the wind's direction isn't uh, ideal. It's not optimal, uh, for sure. He's a fly ball guy, which, you know, not all that great. But, I mean, the guy just has, you know, one of the best swing strike rates on the board. He just he, he just strikes out people left and right. You know, 22% K rate against righties. Um, you know, I just – I believe the talent. He's been super unlucky against lefties this season. Like, those numbers are going to regress. Baltimore is going to stack up the righties. There's no Manny Machado here. You know, most likely, I, I just Baltimore's been bad against left-handed pitchers all season long. You know, Montgomery has a killer slider. I, I just, you know, this total stuff is gonna scare me. Uh, you know, the wind direction is gonna scare me. Uh, this was, I was prepared to say an all-in situation. I'm probably not gonna be that strong at this point, um, just given his fly ball tendencies to right-handed bats. But we're talking about a guy who gives up 24% hard contact on the season. Like, that's really good. Yeah, like I okay. Um, I, I just want to make it clear. I like him. Baltimore strikes out fifth most against left-handed pitching this season. It's like twenty-five percent. I don't have it right in front of me. Um, the one thing that I will say is he only got a thirteen percent soft contact. So it means that a lot of his contacts either medium, a little bit of hard. Like it, it's still a small sample size. It's only fifty-six innings. So it's going to go one of those two ways. Either we're going to see the soft contact come up, or we're going to see the hard contact come up. So. It's going to go one of those two ways. Um, you know, he's a 12.6 swinging strike rate, like you said. The issue that I have is he's a fly ball pitcher. 
against a power team with the wind blowing out. Will I have shares? Yes. Will I be all in? No. Yeah, I, I understand that. I'm just a Montgomery truther, and um, you're telling me I'm going to get him at that price, uh, at that ownership, and I'm just going to play him. No, seventy-six hundred. I'm tracking. Like, I'm just playing him. You know, if I look, you know, if I pull up the John, he's got a twelve point six percent swing. I'm sorry, that's twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. Let me just pull up twenty seventeen. He has a. Uh, let's pull it up real quick. Swing strike rate twelve point six. I just said it. Twelve point six. Yeah. Like, but that you know, that's just insanely high, right? You know, and like with the guys that's had a lot of swing strike rates, when they give up contact, it's normally harder. And the fact that his is still so low, just I, I just I don't know. I just believe, you know, like I understand he's got some home run regression coming to righties, but I just believe in the talent, you know, the out of the zone swing rate is 59, 35.9%. That's just insanely massive. People are swinging Mason. They're chasing. And we talked about how Baltimore likes to swing in this. And did I mention the price? He's 7,600. That price sucks. It's terrible. Um, I'm being sarcastic for anybody that can catch on. The, the swing and strike rate and the strikeout rate will kind of normalize too. Usually, typically, when we see that high of a swinging strike rate, the strikeout rate you know, is usually around 24 to 25% is what I was seeing earlier. So, you know, there's some there's some positive regression there. Um, let's talk bats in this game. Anything on Oakland or Baltimore if you're not playing Montgomery? I would stack it. It'd be like a Trumbo, Mancini, Scope. Ricard, Mach- the the key is 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 Machado in the lineup. If Machado cracks the lineup, I think my interest in the stack level uh, increases dramatically. If he's not, I kind of maybe some Trumbo and Mancini and Scope, but I don't know. Not really exact. It's not exactly a spot like I want to target. I don't want to target guys that like have the the nasty stuff that Montgomery does. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like we have 14 games we've talked about even before this game. You know, we just talked about two games that are just amazing spots. On the Yankees side, um, you know, winds blowing out to right center. Uh, you know, it's kind of the reason that we don't want to go all in in Montgomery is the reason that you know we're kind of kind of like some Yankee bats here. I wish they had more lefties. Yeah, it's definitely an issue. You know, Dylan Bundy's given up more home runs to the righties this season. Um, I kind of expect that to kind of regress, but he struggled a little bit more on the road, still small sample size, you know, but, you know, that's definitely something to note in this spot. Um, You know, the hard contact has definitely been harder or heavier to lefties. Um, Yeah, it's just he's a fly ball pitcher too. He's a 13% K rate to lefties. So it's like home runner. And probably and he's been running pure on the home runs. Thirty-six percent hard contact. Can I just lock in D.D. Gregorius, Brett Gardner, Ellsbury? I don't even know if he's healthy yet. Such how long it's been since I've rostered the Yankees. Really? I think Ellsbury's hurt, right? I assume so. You know, I haven't seen the guy in a while, but I also haven't rostered the Yankees against a righty in a while. Yeah, he has a concussion, so he's out. So that's why Hicks has been playing in bat in second. Oh, Hicks! I like Hicks. <laughs> So, yeah, what's Didi's price? Forty one hundred. Nobody's gonna play Didi. Um, I actually like Didi as a one off, but I, I I don't mind the Yankee stack either. Yeah, it's tough to play Didi at forty one when his dribble is thirty four. No, trust me, I know. 
You don't have to remind me. I know. Um, all right. Moving on, we got L.A. at Houston. Matt Schumacher against Brad Peacock. Eight and a half total here. Brad Peacock, a 180 favorite. Um, any interest here in the shoe? Dude, I'm telling you, this kid's legit. Wow. Minus 180? Minus 180 against Schumacher. Not wow. like he's a terrible pitcher either. Is there some BVP here or something? Jesus. Minus 180. <laughs> You remember oh, that's a, that is so aggressive. You remember when I when you were like, "Oh man, why did you write a peacock?" Angels don't strike out. They don't strike out. I still don't like this spot for him. I still don't. God, Shoemaker owns the Astros too. I know. The maker of peas, baby. The Angels don't strike out. They don't strike out. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. They don't. I know they don't. I hate playing pitchers against the Angels, but I'm definitely doing it here. This feels like a trap alert. They have a the, – the, their strikeouts rate as a team is like 20%. They don't strike out. You're right. They're just terrible. Uh, they're 27th in Team Woba against right-handed pitching this season. Brad Peacock comes in with a 13.7% swinging strike rate, a 37% strikeout rate. It's 31 What's innings. Size alert? Yeah, 31 innings. Um it's just you look at the numbers and you dig in. He's getting more ground balls this year. Um, and it's, he's been legit. Like, you know, he's just getting so many swinging strikes with his knuckle curveball, and he's using it in the right spots that, you know, he's just dominating teams. He's also just had some awesome matchups. Man, it presents Detroit at Minnesota at Texas. Like, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I feel like the wall is coming, right? Like, you know, he was in a bullpen. They work him up, and the wall's coming, like where he just gets shelled. Oh, and his slider, by the way. I, I just – I'll he's have so, some. I'll have some for sure. But I just – the Angels plus, you know, the wall. Like we saw Bagnani hit it. We, we see a lot of relievers that move the starters hit it at some point. I just – CJ, we got to find out if he changes slider. His slider last season had a 22% strikeout rate and a 315 Woba. This season has a 51% strikeout rate and a 183 Woba. That, he did, we need to know if he, It's the same amount of pitches, 151 and 175. Yeah, yeah we, I need to look into Peacock's slider. Um, because it was really good in 2013 – so I wonder oh, – yeah, I'm going to have to do some digging on Peacock, but um, I'm going to make a note of that really quick. Right, may, I, may I present a story from um, September 23rd, 2016? Yeah. Brad, well, ask just Brad Peacock going with slower slider for the Houston Chronicle. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it backs up what I was just saying. So, yeah, I like your story. My slider down there was getting pretty hard, and I knew I had to change something up. We decided to slow it down. Um, Music to our ears. Because doesn't he uh, – no, man, I hate when I do this. But, like, yeah, because he averages he averages 93 to 90, like 93.7. So he throws pretty hard. His slider this year is 82. And in 2014, when we have some data on it, it was 83. So he slowed it down about a mile and a half. And you, like you've mentioned a bunch of times this year, uh, velocity's up overall too. So it's probably even more than that. Yeah, I like this spot. 
Yeah. Um, don't expect like 10 strikeouts, but I, I definitely think this is a spot we can get 20 plus points. And massive yeah. favorite. God, why do they like him so much? But they do. Um, any Angels bats that you like here? Not after that rousing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Calhoun's smashing the baseball right now. Like, is he still cheap? Um, no, he's 4K now. I'll pass. There's better options. Mookie Betts is four three hundred more. Yeah, three hundred dollars more. I'll pass. Oh my god. Hey, anybody in that price range today, I'm just going to compare to Mookie, and it's going to be Mookie every time. Mookie, 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 Mookie. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, Vegas likes Houston. What is what are our thoughts here on the Astros? I'm, I'm staying away. Yeah, I don't really... – I, I remember rostering Shoemaker against Houston every time for, like, years now. Just roster every time. Every time. He just owns them every time. It was just fun. He would be 5% every time, every time, and just – Mash and mash and mash and mash. You know, the guy has like a 24% swing str- a K rate against this team in his career. Like, I mean, I, I, I 204 batting average, a 651 OPS. Like, I had no interest in Houston. Yeah, if you want to pay up for one off, Jose Altuve is mashed in, but I'm not paying 5,300 for Jose Altuve. Not when I don't like the stack, no. Philadelphia at St. Louis, Jeremy Hellickson against Michael Walker, eight and a half total. Extremely hot day in St. Louis tomorrow. Um, CJ, don't go outside. If you go outside, make sure you're wearing shorts. Was it like 92 degrees or something? Like 88. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um, Jeremy Hellickson, no. Hell no. And uh, Michael Walker, popular, no. Wait, 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 wait. Every time, CJ, you can argue it every time, and every time he's like 15 to 20%. Every slate. Every slate this season, you've argued this, he's been 15 to 20%. And that one. After watching John Lackey be 40% the other day, I'm not going to argue ownerships for a while, but I would you would have to think after the game logs that people getting burned time and time again, they're gonna stop, right? They're not. He's seventy three hundred. People are not gonna be on Montgomery like, you know. You know us and people don't play Brad Peacock like Michael. Walker Peacock's did. a chalk. I guarantee you, Peacock's a chalk. He might get some. He might He's get some. Absolutely going to be the chalk of the day. People aren't going to pass up a seventy nine hundred starter that's struck out eight or more in three straight starts. And um, well, the only reason that he might not be chalk is uh, everybody's wonderful Rich Hill, which we'll talk about here in a little while. Oh God, he's on the slate. We get to talk about him. I love talking about Blister Boy. Um, um, I I see Walker being fifteen to twenty percent here. Uh, I'm no, not I playing. So. That's fifteen or twenty percent dead. Yep, I'm not playing it. And he's facing Philly. Like, come on, he's definitely going to draw some ownership here. Definitely. Oh, so man, Odubel Herrera, Michael Saunders, Nap, he cracks the lineup. Yep. God, I hope so. I hope you're right. Uh, we look at St. Louis. We know Jeremy Hellickson doesn't have a big strikeout rate, doesn't give up a lot of home runs. But if Matt Carpenter continues to bat leadoff, two straight days, two straight home runs. Um, and, you know, I I know on FanDuel they haven't raised this price. So maybe that's where you're playing them on FanDuel and not playing them on DraftKings. Who knows? Oh, sorry, cut out there. No, I was saying Matt Carpenter. Um, I like Carpenter in this spot. If he's leading off, I want Carpenter. 
That's what I would just say. I know I cut off, but that's what I just said. Like, oh. Two days leading off, two home runs. But um, don't worry, guys. It's not real. It's not like he let off his entire career. He went on a huge rant in spring training when Mike Matheny said he wasn't going to lead off and said that, like, I absolutely need to be the leadoff hitter, and I should be the leadoff hitter until someone else on this team proves they can do it better than me. But don't worry. he's not. He doesn't care about it at all. It's not real. All right. Without looking, guess his – First base number, price wise on DraftKings. <sighs> hmm. I mean, they, he, after complaining about him being priced up, I've noticed the last couple of slates he's been priced down. First baseman, like 17, 16? 20. 20. Yeah, it's probably too low. He's priced in between Valencia and um, Hanley Ramirez. Yeah, that's kind of the wrong tier for him. Like, he should be in the. He's 4,300. Yeah, he needs to be in the belts, cool hopes, hand, oh, where you see, oh, I screwed up too far. Yeah, he needs to be like in the Posey Santana tier, which is like six or seven spots higher. It's only $100 more, though, I guess. Maybe it's a little bit of nitpicking. Um, outside of Carpenter. Here's my problem with him, right, in, in this format. Miguel Cabrera gets the lefty or uh, – or, uh, Matt Carpenter. The wrong person to ask that question. You really, oh, really? Yeah. Like you're gonna take Matt Carpenter over Mickey versus the lefty in Fenway? No, I always play Mickey against lefties. That's why I said I'm the wrong person to ask that question. Okay, uh, Lucas Duda. Um, how hard does Toronto throws? What ninety? I probably would take Carpenter. I think Duda's the one guy you leave out of your stack. Okay, what about Jay Bruce? I definitely would play Jay Bruce over him. Yeah, I remember. Uh, how about Eric Thames versus Randall Delgado? Oh, I know. Don't worry, we're gonna get there. Like, I my point is just like it's so tough to play him in this format. So tough. Maybe on draft. Maybe on a site like Fantasy Draft where you can play all of the first basemen. So to add on to your point about um, Carpenter batting first, um, 2016. He hit 20 home runs batting first and one home run batting second through ninth. Um, just, just well, what was the bat sample size between the two? A lot. Um, he had like 450 in the leadoff spot and like 60 elsewhere. So one out of 60 versus 20 out of uh, 450. All right, so here, the here ratios still are nowhere close. Here you go. 2015 batting leadoff, he, bat, he hit 312. 355 plate appearances and batting second, 298 plate appearances. He hit 225. Go look at his career. Go look at his career. He's like, he's like 827 OPS in the leadoff spot. He's like 720 batting second and like 750 batting third or something insane. It's his some insane split. His career, he's batting 295 batting leadoff, 249 batting second, 226 batting third, and it goes way down until six, but there's only 30 at bats. So right. But don't uh, worry, guys. It's not real. A guy that has come out and you know made it public knowledge that he wants to bat leadoff, and um, we're not looking into that. Um, so I mean, we, we are. are. We'll, yeah, we'll let everybody. We'll let everybody else just pretend that these guys are robots, and you know things don't matter. I, if you want to hear more on the subject, I went on a long rant on the Tournament Tactics podcast yesterday about this. Milwaukee at Arizona, Zach Davies against Randall Delgado. Um, I'm guessing the roof is going to be closed. I forgot to look before we got started. Nine and, a half, Hold on, I can tell you. nine and a half total. Um, 
Delgado a favorite here, but it's more of Arizona is just a favorite over Milwaukee. Oh, Stevie. Don't tell me it's going to be open. The roof is open. And they don't like their fans. It's you want to take heat? It's 103 degrees tomorrow in Arizona. Only 9% of I'll you. tell you is what it's set uh, You can call the roof hotline at 602 462 6262 and find out for yourself. Dude, if the roof is going to be open tomorrow. This total's low if the roof's actually open for what it's worth. 103 degrees. 100, 100 degrees through game. Um, it, it cools down an hour after the game to 96. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, who knows? In Arizona, that might be pants weather. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, I'm guessing you have no interest in the pitchers. Like, we don't expect Delgado to go. <laughs> interest yeah. in the pitchers with the hot degrees in the roof open. Stevie, you got good jokes. Got good jokes. Uh, Delgado, 90 pitches in his last two starts. Um, you know, starting to get stretched out a little bit um, in the rotation. They're going to leave him in the rotation now that he's stretched out. So it's not necessarily a bullpen game anymore for Arizona when Delgado's starting. Still not playing him. Still not playing Zach Davies here. Let's talk bats in this game because I feel like this game is going to be kind of overlooked with those you know massive totals in the early slate. Um, I'm playing everyone. Like this is a this sounds like a great night to play the late slate, and then just stack up this game. Like I know it's popular, but like whatever. I'll give you a picture for the late slate, too. Don't worry. Um, is it Rich Hill? No. You already know who it is. I <laughs> talked to you about it before the podcast. Um, yeah, I know I can get a laugh out of you, though. You did get a laugh out of me. Eric Thames, Travis Shaw in the spot. Just, man. Aguiar, Sogard. I mean, just, just, you play everyone. You play every freaking damn everyone. The good thing is, like, Travis Shaw is 4,700, which seems high, but not that high. The problem is we're not going to get the Herman. Yeah, he's still dealing with a hand injury. That means we're going to get Aguilar. It's even better. What? It means we're going to get the Jesus. No, Herman. Oh, Herman. Chris oh, Herman. Herman. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, we weren't going to get a good lineup for Arizona anyway. Yeah, when's the last time we got a good lineup? We're just going to pick and choose anyway. Uh, is Blanco still cheap? Let's see. Blanco. You really want to play Blanco on this slate? He's like 3,400. Yeah, for $900 more, you can get Mookie Betts. <laughs> if you're playing cash games, I don't mind Blanco. Uh, there was another guy that was like 3K, though, that we mentioned earlier. Um, Goodwin. Hazel Baker, Descasso. Um, Goodwin. That was the guy. Yeah, I would take any of these Arizona guys. Broxton's 3,500 against Delgado. That's ridiculous. Man, there's some, there's some spots on this slate that, like, I think I'm going to play a lot of, like, two-man stacks today. Um See how it works out. All right, moving on. Cincinnati, LA, Amir Garrett against Rich Hill. Eight and a half total here. Rich Hill, a 187 favorite. That's why Rich Hill is going to be popular here. You know, you look at it, and he's starting to you know, throw some more pitches here. We're starting to see him get stretched out a little bit. Um you know, he hasn't had a blister in, like, a few weeks, so that's you know, positive for him. 397 pitches against Milwaukee. They beat him up. Um, he only threw four innings. He walked four guys. He now has 13 walks in his last three starts. Um, 
if you don't think that this guy is dealing with something, he just can't throw strikes, and um, you just can't. Want to get scared? You want me to scare you off, Richel? For you? I don't. I don't want to play Richel. Yeah. You really want me to like to make sure you absolutely won't, even in the heat of battle? Uh, because Cincinnati hits curveballs really well. No, no, this is even oh. better. Even oh. better. Ready for this? As the Dodgers try to stick with a five-man rotation, they're going with Rich Hill on Friday, Alex Wood on Saturday, and Hinjin Ryu on Sunday. That means a new bullpen role in the intern for Kenta Maeda, according to Dave Roberts. We've asked Kenta to piggyback, to go to the pen for a time being. He'll either pitch behind Rich or Alex. Pass. You telling me Rich Hill, like, they hate throwing pitches anyways, and now they got a guy to piggyback off him in the bullpen? Pass. Pass, pass. Fade. Whatever it takes. No chance in hell. Zero. None. Play at your own risk. He will He will pitch five innings. No chance. Oh, and um, Red second in the league this season in team ISO against left-handed pitching, just for anybody who's curious. Oh, my God. This is such a fade. This is such a fade. Yep. I'm not playing him. I love, uh, I love, I love Chalk Rich Hill days. Do I, have a show gonna, with Do I have a show with Curry tomorrow? Rich Hill Chalk, Michael Walker Chalk. Um, Michael Walker Chalk. We're not going to get that lucky. Come on. Oh, man, I don't have a show tomorrow. Dang. I really Rich Hill's 190. Like – that moves some peacock percentages over Rich Hill. But Rich Hill I threw people 90. play Rich Hill. Oh, my God. It, it, CJ, it, this is the argument tomorrow. Rich Hill threw 90-something pitches in his last start. God, I can't wait. Stevie, <laughs> I, I don't have a show either. I'm, I'm just, I, I, I can tell you now, spoiler alert, if you guys don't have premium on Roto Grinders. Arm to fade will be Rich Hill. Lock. <laughs> if you have fantasy draft um... – Incentives, um, yeah. Similar, similar story. It, it's already written. Um, I already wrote up favorite chill. I'm gonna add a little tidbit that made it got moved to the bullpen. Um, all right, Cincinnati bats here. Zach Cozart is a great one-off play. Um, Have you so, price? Yes. No. You're not paying that. Stop it. Why not? You know he's a he's a thousand less at the same ownership. Who? Didi Gregorius in a better park for a thousand less. I'm telling you, man, Zach Cozart's the goat. I understand. I agree with you. I understand what you're saying. It's great arcade mode play if you're playing the late arcade Whoa, mode. Slate. I didn't even think of that. Write that down. I'm assuming there's a late arcade slate. I'm sure there is. Like that sounds like a great idea too. I should write that down. That's definitely one of those things I forget. Yeah, that is a good idea. Um, Zach Cozart. Zach Cozart's batting 457, 12.5% strikeout rate, 1.3 OPS, 343 ISO, 530 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. Oh, why I haven't pulled up. Adam Duvall, uh, Joey Votto, Scott Shebler. All these guys are hitting lefties. Like, at Soares, they have six, seven guys in the starting lineup that have an ISO over 250 against left-handed pitching this season. Seven guys. And I'm sure Kib is freaking free like he always is. Oh, I'm sure he is too. Seven. 2.7K on DraftKings. Peanut punt. Do not play Rich Hill here. God, do not play Rich Hill here. Especially if he walks Billy Hamilton because he can't throw strikes. Like, man. God. Billy Hamilton, by the way, after completely just trolling me the entire St. Louis series, is absolutely just going to go steal three bases tonight. Of course he is because I'm I had 70% play. the entire series just waiting for the Billy Hamilton game, and the guy just could not get on base. He was bunting on the guy can't throw a damn strike. It's uh Brett Cecil can't throw a strike, and he's bunting on three one counts. 
What are you doing? Good job, BH. Um, oh, I was so tilting. It was just like every day the same story. I'd have a red stack, and he would just be like, oh. Other than that, he did hit a rocket that Carpenter screwed him on. But Any Dodgers standing out to you here against Garrett? You know, I, I've played worse guys for 4.3K. Like, I know he's been just god-awful, but, like, we've seen a ceiling. The problem That's with – yeah, the problem with Garrett – 374 Woba, 39% hard contact, 15% strikeout rate, um, 2.5 home run per nine, 1.5 whip, 565 XFIP against right-handed yeah, pitchers. The problem is the ballpark, Stevie. Like, this is the best ballpark he's been in since the Pittsburgh start on April 12th. Like, here are the ballparks he's pitched since then. Terrible. Great American, Milwaukee, Great American, Great American, Wrigley with the wind blowing out, Great American, Great American. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna he landed in LA and he's like, praise the Lord. <laughs> like, you know, so like if, if you believe in the talent, you know, that's just an awful stretch of ballparks. Um, so yeah. You know, I'm not saying like I you know, I think he's the best sub uh let's say six like if, if, yeah, I was gonna say six K and I wanted to make sure that I actually believed that before I said that. Yeah, he's the best sub six K pitcher on the board if you needed like a punt for make your team work. Don't think you're gonna need it today, but yeah. You um, might. You might if you're stacking Red Sox and Mets and you want to get Kluber. You might. Fair enough. Um Yeah, the Dodgers like solid numbers against lefties this season. Um I just feel like some regression's incoming. Like I I knew they were be better than last year, but I don't think they're this good. Wait, we talked about it last time, and then I was watching the game, I was like, you know, I should have talked about the regression monster. And I, I, I made a note on my desk even to talk about next time they face the lefty. Like, they're better than they showed last year, but they're not this. They're not five guys with 130-plus WRC pluses in this lineup. Yeah, exactly. You know, Cody Bellinger is just, like, hard hit or strikeout. 36% strikeout rate, 50% hard contact. Like, <laughs> just – yeah. Oh, man. I will say nobody in the starting lineup, projected starting lineup, has a home run or three more than three home runs against left-handed pitching this season. So, Kansas City at San Diego. Soglund against Chassin, eight total. Pick them game. Um, any interest here in either one of these pitchers? I like Chassin. Yeah, I think he's in play for sure. Um, depends on the lineup we get. If we get the – you know, five, six righties. I like him a little bit more. Um, if we only see what Hosmer, Mustakas, Gordon. Yeah. And you might not see Gordon, they lose the DH. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who they would sit. I mean, can't sit Bonificio right now. Guys, mash. Can't sit Kane. And who's their third outfielder? Um. Is this guy even in the majors? No, he's in AAA. Wait, plays second base. Why can't I think of who their third outfielder is? Oh, it is Alex Gordon. It is Alex Gordon. But, like, they could try to throw Brendan Moss out there. <laughs> if they want to keep the lefty against Justine. Probably not. It's probably Moss that sits, I guess. But we've seen Moss play outfield before. Yeah. Alex can play outfield, so can Brandon Moss. If Okay, so if Brandon Moss plays outfield, I am going to take back what I'm about to say about Eric So. Yeah, this is definitely the wrong part for it. But I could see him trying it. I gotta hope not. Um, all right, so we get a 24-year-old that averages around 90, 90 to 92 miles an hour fastball-wise. 
He has a uh, so it's hard to explain without being visual here, but he has kind of a rising fastball. Um, I, I've watched enough tape on this guy over the last um, hour before we started to know. <laughs> you sound like me now. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm a former pitcher, dude. I have to look at guys like this because, like, when I hear rising fastball, I want to see. I expect this guy to be a fly ball pitcher for sure. I think he plays well anytime he's in a big ballpark like Petco or Kaufman. We look at San Diego against left-handed pitching this season. They have two guys, um, Hunter Renfro and Austin Hedges, and the rest of this lineup has just been god-awful against lefties. Like Patrick Corbin threw a good game against them today, and he has just been god-awful this season. So I think that under 7K, like to pivot some Montgomery ownership, to pivot some Peacock ownership, like I like this guy today. I like him a lot. I don't see it. Um, I personally think he's too Patrick Corbin-y, and they just saw Patrick Corbin last yesterday and they had some good success. Um, I, and I don't think he has the swing strike stuff that Patrick Corbin has. I kind of think he gets tattooed here, to be honest, um, as you'll see in a minute. All right, I'm so interested to find out who you think is going to tattoo him on the Padres. Hunter Renfro. Oh, that's one guy. Yeah. Man, we're not playing a pitcher because of one guy. Man. We love this. I, I like Solarte. I like oh. Will Myers. I like Austin Hedges. I'm glad you like all those guys because they suck. Yeah, you're, when, you, when Suckland is getting shelled, just come back and just be like, you know, I played a, I played a control guy against all these power righties. Will Myers. That was the best idea in the world. Will Myers, 34% strikeout rate, 292 Woba. Um, Solarte. Yeah, you know the lefties in, this, in that damn division he faces? They're all <laughs> better than this. Like, he gets freaking Tyler Anderson, Clayton Kershaw, Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> Robbie Ray, of course he has a freaking high K rate. All right, so let's go. Let's go. Two thousand seven plus Will Myers, three thirty five. Will but twenty seven percent strikeout rate. I'm so just saying that that's an inflated number. Like these Padres K numbers, like so damn inflated because of that division. Like, is there a better division for left handed power pitchers than the NL West? I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, like. You look up and down the numbers. They have one guy, one guy since the start of 2016 with a wobo over 335. One, and it's run I'm not playing. I'm not playing the Padres for wobo. I'm playing them for ISO, and that's still there. They have two guys with ISOs over 200 and one shimp. Shimp against a control guy. There we go. Shimp has shimp love. Shimp has seven home runs in 93 at-bats against lefties since the start of last year. <laughs> if he <laughs> Control lefties to boot. Like, this doesn't sound like a bad idea. Yeah, it sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I, I think you're out of your mind with this, by the way. Like, I, I legitimately think you're out of your Yeah, but like, you still haven't proven, like, why I shouldn't play him. Like, Because he sucks. He's, he's not he a guy he thought suck. was going to be great. He dominated he Detroit. Good. He dominated Detroit, and he's yeah, so really- everyone was Detroit. Everyone he dominated Detroit. Like they were tattooing balls all over the stadium, and just freaking got caught because it was Kaufman. And then he got shelled in two innings against Cleveland, who could who can't hit a lefty to save their lives. It was raining, and there was a rain delay. Oh my god, it was raining. Okay, come on, CJ. It you want He pitched great. You want to say that it, it's not a, a factor that it's raining and it, it got a rain it, he, Eric Soakland is who we thought he was. Oh, I'm not going to let that first start where he trolled me. Like, <laughs> to start, like, massively open. He's a control guy, a number four at best, who's here a year too early. I'm not going to overthink this. <laughs> and he's an underdog to freaking Chasid. Late game, flying west. I'm not overthinking this one. 
All right, fair enough. We have strong opinions in two different ways. I don't see myself playing anybody out of Hunter Renfro. Let's be clear, too, by the way. I'm not playing anyone in Hunter Renfro on a main slate. That would be very turbo-y, like the Padres stack. I am playing Soglon on a on a main slate. Yes, I am. Um, yeah, I would definitely play Justine versus. God, I'm going to win the 150Q with this guy tomorrow, and I'm just going to blast your phone. I'm going to play Hunter Renfro to hit two home runs for me to shoot me up the leaderboard, and I'm going to win the queue. Blowing your phone up tomorrow. Hunter Renfro double dime, and I'm sitting in 12th place, and I could just I could hear the Tommy G tilt now. Like, oh, I can't believe Hunter Renfro double dime cost me the Q seat. <laughs> All right, Toronto, Seattle, um, Bayani against Jimaligio, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, eight and a half total here. Um, any interest here in either one of these guys? Which game did you move to? Toronto. I like Bagnani. It's a good spot for him, a huge ballpark. Um, you know, we talked to a guy who hit, who hit the wall, now kind of coming back out of it. Uh, two good starts in a row against Texas and New York in Sky Dome. Better park here. Uh, weaker offense with no Nelson Cruz in that lineup. Um, this is a good spot for him. Uh, I, I like this spot. He threw 100 pitches last time. Pitch count's done. 6K, probably about 1,000 too cheap for the guy. I like him a lot in this spot. Yep, especially if, like you said, Nelson Cruz out of this lineup. We're really kind of just worrying about Cano and Seager. And Seager only really has seven home runs this season. So he's just – he's not been that Kyle Seager that's kind of just mashed the baseball over the last couple of years. Uh, ben Gamble's fine, but, um, you know, you're, you're not – Seager has home runs in back-to-back games. Or he didn't homer tonight. tonight. Did he homer tonight? No. So two of the last three. Yeah. Um – yeah, so I, I agree with you. I think this guy is underpriced at six K. Um, yeah, no issues here for me. Like you're yeah, not you're I, not feeding a batter because of three guys that could beat you. Nope. Not in that ballpark. Not in that ballpark. Any Toronto bats that you like here? Russell Martin at third base. Okay, joke's over. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't have any interest in the Toronto bats. Uh, like this guy is this Gaviano guy has just been like just decent enough. So. You know, even decent and um, decent's good enough. You know, to not stack on this slate. Man, this seems like Morales or Smoke's gonna homer. Like this guy's given up a ton of hard contact. He's given. How up are you gonna run. possibly play Smoke? I'm not going to. I'm just oh, saying, like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not playing Smoke. You might be playing some Kendrick Morales though. All right, Morales. On uh, oh my God, thirty four hundred. Yeah, that, that changes the story a little bit. Morales. I don't know. They play Morales in these massive parks, but 3,400. Boy, right. they're going to at least tap me. Making a note. Make sure I play some Morales over there on Fantasy Draft. Oh. <laughs> um, the problem with Morales on DraftKings is Mitch Moreland's only $300 more. Uh-huh. Um, that's That's my issue, right? Right. Okay. Zoning out. Thumbs no, I was. Uh, I, I. I don't have anything to say. Like, what do you want me to say? Oh, Minnesota at Sam. Oh, anybody from Seattle? No. Seager has home runs in two of his last three games. Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, I can see that. Fine. I'm not going to oppose. Like, the moment I make fun, I say Kyle Seager's not in play. He's going to hit two home runs. So I'm not going to say that. He's firmly in play against Bunyani. And he had a multi-hit game tonight. Um, Minnesota at San Francisco. Urban Santana, Matt Moore. 
God, is Irvin Santana. Please be high owned. Please people play him. I, I don't know if I really want to wish that. I am. I'm wishing the hell out of it. Please people play him. I mean, I guess there's no case here, but and no strikeouts. I wish he was priced at like 9k so people would think about it. People the guy has a the guy has a 2.44 ERA and a 4.93 Sierra. There's just massive regression coming for Irvin Santana. I know we saw it a little bit in his last start where he gave up seven earned runs to the Angels. Um, there, there's just massive regression coming from Santana. Yep, and you're not playing with that price point. Yeah, it, it just a guy that has a strikeout rate under 19% against a team that has a strikeout rate under 20% in a big ballpark. It's just could he go out and throw eight innings in this game and score 15 fantasy points? Yes. Yeah, sure. Like, I think that's a, that, that's part of the range of outcomes. Like, you're, I'm just not playing him ever at 11K, ever. Like, we were playing him when he was, like, 75, 8,000. Sure. He's not an 11K pitcher. Brit CB coming in with the hot takes of the day, baby. Man, it's such a hot take. Matt Moore, any interest? want to say no to no so i said i want to say no too yeah but you, i want to say no but that didn't say that wasn't no that's the, i want to say no but there's no there is no, no, there. There no buts um the last time he scored over 20 fantasy points was may 13th against cincinnati um yeah, he's two games over 20 in his last 10 i'll pass on matt moore here the problem is I just don't like this game. I just want to stay away from this game. I don't really like anything outside of like Brandon Crawford. Great. Fine. Let's play draft. Let's play draft. And you just sent me the draft. Uh, let's see here. You got to keep this rolling here. What is it, eight in a row now up by seven? Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, solid. Right, I'm feeling good. I got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I had a really good play draft day on Wednesday in spite of Dallas Keuchel. And you get uh, to pick first here. I got the first pick. See, let's see what happens when I send the damn invite. I get the first pick. You actually send them invite all the time, to be honest, though. Yeah, because uh, I was tired of getting the first pick every freaking time. Corey Kluber. Shocking. Shocking, right? Yeah. Oh, Stevie goes right to Mookie Betts. Wow. I think I made it pretty clear um, that I want Mookie here. I understood that. I just didn't. I understood. I understood you wanted him. I didn't understand that you wanted him like that much. Um, and I'm going Conforto. I have enough pitchers on the slate where if I didn't get Kluber, I'm perfectly okay with getting what's left. Yeah, I took Bruce, um, of course, here. Um, and then um, hmm. you know, I should have taken some notes. Oh, I know who I wanted. I can't remember. I almost forgot. Uh, Jake Lamb against Zach Davies with the roof open where it's 103 degrees. Oh, man, I got really nervous there. I think there's a clear-cut top option here. <laughs> you were going to take Goldie. It's fine. No. Bryce Harper against Andrew Kashner. That's fine. You could have him. Like, I'm not going to have a lot of him make salary. Honestly, I, I, honestly, I knew I could get one of Harper or uh, Daniel Murphy on the way back, so I just wanted to lock up Lamb before you kind of took him. Uh, it was a little game for there. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a real preference between the one or two of them. Damn it! Did you really yeah. think you were going to get my guy? Yeah, I really did, actually. 
You should have taken him without your hitters then. Yeah, I thought about that, but I just I knew you would take I didn't want you to give me with Jake Lamb. So I'm oh. gonna take Dan Murphy, as I already referenced. And then um pitcher. Hmm. There's one guy that we overlooked here, and this is the thing about these head to heads. Like, man, JD Martinez is in such an excellent spot. I mean, I, I thought about McGuck Cabrera, but you only get to pick three hitters. Like I know. Man, I'm gonna do some play drafts tomorrow. You know you want Rich Hill. I'm not taking Rich Hill. Shut up. You take your cheap guy. I'll take my cheap guy. You take my cheap guy. I take your cheap guy. Yeah, you take me a big guy. But I have Jordan Montgomery on the board. Why would I do that? You take Montgomery. That's fine. I already, I think I made it clear who I'm taking if you leave him there. And I know you're not picking him, so. Oh, you could have Suckland. Good, good. You take him. Uh, do I want Montgomery or do I want Bagnani? Um... Let's take Montgomery. He's got the higher K upside. Man, home run derby is going to be lit today. Um, you know, just going over this play draft. Yeah, and Vito's going to be pretty much worthless on this slide. Yep. Um, I went first on Tuesday, so you get the honors. <laughs> you can't let me have him. I know. You, I know you can't let me have him. Come on, stop it. No, I'm not letting you have Mookie. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't think so. I, mean, I was writing down our names, so I always yeah. <laughs> you were hesitating. I was just like, "Wait, he's actually gonna think about let me have him?" Like, okay. No, our um, veto, our veto rate is so high that I'm definitely vetoing Mookie. Um, so, yeah, uh, I will take. Uh, I'll take Bryce Harper then. That's a terrible pick. Um, I'm gonna go Conforto. Okay. And Jay Bruce. Hmm. No. No, anyway, Bruce. I didn't think you were going to win, Bruce. I'll go JD Martinez. All right, good. I'll take Jake Lamb. And I will take uh, Miguel Cabrera. I'll mix it up a little bit. I want to take a first baseman now, but I'm not going to. Actually, I am going to. No, I want somebody under own here. Who's going to be the sneaky home run today? Like, it's just so hard to pick the sneaky guys when these guys are just in such obvious spots. It's just like, I, I got I got a guy for you. Oh, I got my guy. I'm taking Alonzo. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you were going to I was going to tell you to take one of the Reds against Rich Hill and kind of double dip when they suck. Or I would Rich take Cozart, if I, by the way, if I did that. That's what I was, that's, I was trying to goat you. I was going to try to goat you on the Cozart. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the only one in the industry playing Cozart tournament. Fifty-one hundred for Zach Cozart. That's why I said I'll be the only one playing him tomorrow. So, anyway, if you haven't checked out our sponsor, Playdraft, make sure you guys head on over there, check them out. It's playdraft.com/backslash/grinders for that hundred percent deposit bonus up to six hundred bucks. Oh, I have a promo too. Okay. Uh, if you're in St. Louis, Saturday. Roto Grinders meet up here in St. Louis at uh, Flannery's Pub. All the details in the main forum. $500 free roll for all attendees, $150 tab. So uh, come out and get some drinks. A uh, bunch of baseball on Saturday, so come join us. Get there. Get there. What time? 3.30. Get there at 3.30. Take advantage of that $150 tab. That's not going to last very long. So, um, yeah, make sure you guys are checking that out if you're in the St. Louis area. Um, any final thoughts on this slate before we get out of here? No. All right. If you 
haven't checked out the marketplace, make sure you head over there, check that out. Uh, the Siege has his tournament tactics package over there. Um, more podcasts and stuff like that, um, rankings, all kinds of stuff, top pitchers, top stacks. Uh, you can get some more premium stuff where after he looks at the slate more in depth, um, make sure you guys are checking that out. It's going to do it here for the Friday edition of the Morning Grind podcast. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Good luck. Hey, what's up, Roto Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel. Available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only.